Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Tuesday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. I'm going to open up the phone lines right now. I want us to have as much time to engage with each other. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. It's not what we want to hear, but Trank is taking the city of New York by storm. The drug Trank is invading New York City drug mills. The drug that is mixed with an animal tranquilizer in which NASCAN does not work with it. Ineffective. Experts say that the city's drug supply is the most dangerous ever. That means people are going to die. People are going to die. We're talking about, to start out, the flesh-rotting animal tranquilizer that is killing unsuspecting users nationwide. And it has significantly infiltrated the drug mills of my home borough, the Bronx, New York. New York City's special narcotics prosecutor says, get this, folks. Eight out of ten, eight out of ten city precincts experiencing the highest levels of fatal overdoses this year are in the Bronx. The Bronx leads the city in fatal overdoses citywide. Staten Island, Staten Island has the highest rate overall when considering population. And this is according to the Office of the Special Narcotics Prosecutor. We'll talk about Trank. Have you noticed that things are getting worse, not better? And stop making life easy for the lowlifes. I don't know what it will take to change the madness of tolerating what's going on politically around the country when it comes down to clamping down on crime. He kept saying, quote, don't let me die. Don't let me die. And he was screaming, mom, mom, I don't want to die. According to a witness, This man was bleeding from the hole left in his left shoulder. He was the scooter shooter, his first victim, and he begged for his mother after a bullet tore through his shoulder. And uh, this happened, the first of several happened, uh, 
near the corner of Ashford Avenue and Arlington Avenue in East New York. And it's uh, it's horrible. And the witness says that he told the individual, don't worry, you're not going to die. We already called 911. You're not going to die. This all said as the funeral just a short time ago for the 86-year-old father of six shot dead by that scooter-riding madman laid to rest at a mosque in Brooklyn, Mayor Adams there calling him a pillar of our city and insisting his administration is working to cut the violence that swamped the Big Apple. I don't know if I, the administration may be working to cut it. I don't know how effective it is. So outside his funeral, the mayor insisted the NYPD has already been focusing on three specific elements that contributed to the man's death. Ghost guns, illegal scooters, and mental illness. Common denominator, more often than not these days, mental illness. And the shooter on the scooter, this man had the nerve to appear to nod off during his first court appearance Monday as his boss is revealing that he had a history of bizarre comments, including claiming, get this, that a chip was implanted in his head and that people were after him. I don't know about you folks. I'm tired of hearing all the stories of the mental illness after the fact. What did you do proactively before the extreme happened? And so another point that I find interesting, and this is why I say, as I mentioned last night, the city should continue to take these illegal scooters and burn them, smash them, whatever, but get rid of them. Neighbors say that the shooter was one of the guys who was always riding around making noises on the bikes or riding those scooters on the sidewalks and just generally scaring the hell out of people. One witness says they're crazy people. It's like a dozen or so of them, the same guys all the time. They all live around here. So now he's mentally ill. But what's interesting, when the cops tried to get him to talk about the shooting, he clammed up and asked for a lawyer. So we're going to start with your telephone calls in just one second. But I'm also proud of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who just defended his wife for something that was said awful about her as it relates to MSNBC where one of the left-wing commentators in a tasteless manner dubbed her America's Karen over the weekend. And I'm offended at that term because Karen has been increasingly used in recent years as slang 
for a white woman that, what's the best way I can say this, acts uh, prickly and entitled, and it's been used to describe white women as racist. I don't think that's fair. What if there was a, a name for other communities to describe them as racist or prickly or entitled? And so the commentator, and I'll tell you his name in a little bit, referred to her as America's Karen over the weekend. And DeSantis is clapping back. And I say, bravo, Governor DeSantis. Your presidential campaign isn't going anywhere, but bravo. DeSantis says, we wear criticism from MSNBC as a badge of honor. He goes on to describe his wife as a great advocate for families, a great advocate for children. And he says he's thankful that she is his wife. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's begin with Bob this morning in Westchester. Good morning, Bob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, good morning. Crime is out of control in this city. Where's where's Mayor Adams? Where's the, where's, where's the crime plan? There's no crime plan. He's full of baloney. Well, when he runs for re-election, he's going to be destroyed. I'm telling you right now, this city's going under. This guy's a total moron. He has no control over the city. The police department don't, don't, don't want to do a thing because morale is terrible. It's out of control. I I hear you, and uh, it says here on my screen that you wanted to talk about Trank. Is that accurate? Yes. Uh, th- this is a terrible drug. I've seen junkies all over the streets in the Bronx. It's out of control. Nobody wants to do anything. Adam is it's a total zero. He should resign. The public should demand that he resigns. He lost control of the city. He lost control of the police department. It's out of control. I hear you. Hey, Bob, but I do want to ask you this. The addicts that you just said in the Bronx, how do you know that it's it's Trank? How do you know it's not heroin or, or cocaine? Well, or no. I, I've seen a lot of these, I'm a retired cop. I've seen a lot of these junkies that have been locked up, so I know what they're into. Mm-hmm. It's out of control, Dominic. I'm telling you right now. On Allerton Avenue, in the White Plains. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 Bob. Wait, wait, wait a second. That that That's a game changer. You're telling me that Trank is out of control on Allerton Avenue of, in the Bronx? Yes, on the corners. Are you kidding me? It's out of control. I I always thought Allington Avenue in the Bronx was a uh, a, a decent middle class community, low crime. Be, it used to be no more. It's out of control. I trust you. You got junkies all over the corners. You got people drinking alcohol. Nobody's doing a thing. It's totally out of control. And the e bikes are making it worse. Agreed. 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 They point to the dysfunction. Thank you for the call, Bob, and thank you for your service to law enforcement. These e-bikes point point to a dysfunction of society. And we've got to find a way. I, I spend a lot of time thinking about these things. We've got to find a way to get back to redefining normal and meaning it and law and order, and carrying it out. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Dominic? Michael in New Jersey on the trank problem. Michael, line three, line three. Michael, go right ahead. Yeah, as far as this new drug, 
you're not going to stop people from taking it. So to be perfectly honest, if they want to kill themselves and they want to take it, there's nothing you can do to stop them. Let them take it. To be perfectly honest, hopefully the low die from drug overdoses will get rid of them and it'll clean up the city. You cannot stop someone. All right? They, they can send them to rehab. It doesn't help. They're determined to commit suicide. And they're costing the city an arm and a leg on top of the illegals. Just let them have it. And like I said, hopefully, if you're so stupid that you're going to take something like that, and now they know how dangerous it is, then the hell with you. Just so, die from it. And okay, so Michael, so so uh, a a hypothetical question here, and yeah. I I wouldn't wish this on you or or, or yeah. anyone else. But let's say for argument's sake that um one of the young ladies on 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 Trank with an open sore on her back or with the flesh that's rotting or an open sore on her yeah, arm. Yeah. Wait, let's say for argument's sake that it happens to be your sister. Would you still have this strong a position? I would pray every day that she dies a quick and painless death so I can bury her and, and not have to see something like this and move on with my life. I would want her to die even quicker than a stranger. Because first of all, I say, if you're so stupid, if you're so dumb that you're going to fool around with that, then the hell with you. Not only that, but it'll disgust me to see her like that. So I would pray, please, God, let her die tomorrow. As a matter of fact, let her die today. But if not today, then let her die tomorrow so I can get rid of her because she's an embarrassment to me. And people who know her will say, oh, she's so-and-so's sister. I don't want them saying that. I want to stick her into the ground and move on with my life. Okay. Hey, hey Michael, one, one last follow-up. So you yeah. said she would be an embarrassment to you that that's your sister. Yeah. Well, well, what about the fact that she's a human being? That's, no, wait, 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 let me finish, Michael. That That's, that's walking around, that's using a drug that leads to open sores on the body. The animal tranquilizer in the drug is eating through human flesh. She's still a human being. How did the drug get into her, Dominic? Did it jump into her body, or did she did she put it in? Well, you know what? That that That's a great point, Michael, because some people... Uh, it ends up in their system and they had no idea because they oh, order, wow. because they order, uh, drugs, uh, legal drugs that they think are legal over the internet. No, you and don't order, you don't order drugs over the internet. You want to get cheap drugs, you go to a department store or you go to a pharmacy like, like, uh, Target or, uh, Dwayne Reed and you buy the store's brand. You don't buy the name brand, you buy the store brand, and you'll get it for 40% of the price of the name brand. Like, for example, I buy the Target's brand NyQuil. NyQuil is nine ninety nine for a bottle. You buy the Target's brand, it's like four fifty. Okay, so if you want inexpensive drugs that you know are okay, buy the store brand. You do not buy anything over the internet. Okay, but, but Michael, but, 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 I, but I guess before I move on, I, I, guess, I guess it's the sensitive part of me coming out right now. To people that have to choose between tuna six nights a week or their medication or paying their rent, and if they believe they can buy their medication cheaper over the Internet, they order order it over the Internet, and then they don't know that this trank and the fentanyl is mixed within their medication. There have been examples of this. And Dominic, so, go ahead. 99% of these drug addicts know what they're taking. This is a farce. 
they know what they're taking, all right? And if they take it the first time and they see that it's not, they're not acting right, then they know there's something wrong with it. 99% of them aren't taking it by accident. They want to get high, they want to get doped up, and that's what it is. So you know what? Go ahead, get doped up, get high. Hopefully you'll die, you'll get off the, stop being a burden to society, get off our backs, go to the cemetery, and we can use the money for something else, like hiring more firemen to put out fires. So in areas where, let's say, they have a lot of fires, the firemen can get to the fire sooner and save lives. They can put air conditioning into schools hey, Michael, so they can send Michael, the kids to school in summer. Michael, yeah. let me ask you one last follow-up here. I'm, I'm going to try one more time. So, uh, whether we want to admit it or not, you and I know that a lot of men purchase cheap Viagra, right? Over the internet. Don't buy it over the internet. Okay, that's easy to say. But some men that feel they have to have it to perform sexually and they order it over the Internet, that stuff can be laced with this trank. So so, so, so should we just write them off as well? Don't buy stuff over the Internet. Finished. All right. You're taking a chance with your life. If you're really not a drug addict and you don't want to commit suicide, you don't play with buying drugs over the Internet. It's as simple as that. Where your life is concerned, your life comes first. Life is number one, not your your uh, desire to have sex with a woman. All right, that should come tenth. Your life becomes first because if you're dead, you can't have sex. Okay, so your life comes first. The first thing you do is you look out for your well-being. There are cheaper brands of Viagra that you could probably buy legitimately. Like you don't have to pay so much, and your life isn't in danger. If you have to be a real moron, an imbecile, an idiot, to endanger your life for something is as stupid as, well, I want to, right. I want to get an erection, hey, so I'm going to take it. Hey, hey Michael, I, I, I've said last follow-up four times. I, I'm just curious here. So some of your positions are always extreme. Take it. No, they're normal. Ma- okay, well, well, wait, wait, let me finish. Maximum positions. How, how did you get like this, Michael? How did I get like this? Because yes. I, see the, I see the way the country is going, and we have gone so far to insanity, to lunacy, that now you need someone who's extreme in the other direction to bring us back to normal. That's the problem. You can't be a little bit extreme. You have to be a lot. You have to be a fanatic, because that's the only way we're going to pull the, the country from all the way to the, from the progressive to normalcy. Right. Okay. You, you, uh, a perfect example of this is Just quickly, if, a, though. Go ahead. If, a per, if a person if, if a person is locked up more than three times for a felony, he goes to jail for life because this nonsense. These people have been put in jail thirty five times. They've committed a crime. I, I agree with times. you on that. I okay. agree with you on that. I, I have to start. I have to move way to the right. Okay. You I, I have. To th- to th- thank right. you, Michael, for the call. Let's go from New Jersey to Nevada. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. John, are you with me? Okay, John's not there. Let's go to Andrew in New Jersey. Good morning, Andrew. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, you got to give it to that last caller. I got to respect the man because I thought you had him when you said, what if it was your own sister and he didn't change his position? He's like, he's Eh, an embarrassment. eh, eh, Andrew, people, people talk tough. Until they're in situations. You're right. You, you know right. that and I, I know that. It's easy to I get on the radio. Think. It's easy to get on the radio and do a John Wayne. 
Let's see what happens in real life. Go right ahead, Andrew. The Central Park Karen lady, I think everybody misinterpreted her as being a a racist and that she thinks she's privileged because she's white. I think her reaction, what she was saying was that the system is racist and she's debating with this African-American man. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 We're not even talking about that, Andrew. I mentioned it as it relates to uh, Governor DeSantis and an MSNBC uh, far-left contributor referring to his wife as America's Karen. So why why are you going back to the Central Park incident? Well, I think that's wrong, and his wife seems very nice and mannerly, so she seems to be the opposite of a Central Park Karen. But I just thought with the Central Park Karen, she was saying the system is racist. So if I call the cops, they're going to come here with their guns blazing. So I got to, you know, so I win the argument because I could just pick up the phone and the cops will gun you down. That's what the way I read that. But that was uncalled for. But I give DeSantis credit for going on those left-wing shows. Well, he wasn't on the show. He, he was oh, responding. Oh. Th- thank you for the call, Andrew. He was responding to what was said about his wife, as any husband should respond. Tony in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Most important, how did you get home last night? I made it home. It took me about an hour 15. Thank you for asking. Um, uh, it appears that the angels were with me, and I'll take it. Okay, I'm glad about that. We, uh, Alicia and I said a prayer for you. Thank so you. Let me Thank just, you. Let me just give you my thoughts. You know, the problem we have in, in addressing MSNBC and what they said about Casey DeSantis, it really shows the, big, the bigger problem we're having. And this is what we've all been talking about. The deep state is not only just the party and where they're taking our country. It's the party where they're taking our country and where they're taking our news people and where they're taking our schools and everything else. So all these news commentators are are like lobotomized. They really don't have a unique thought in their head on discussing things like we normal people do. Like yeah, Tony, what, 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 what I just don't understand is why you would go on there and refer to DeSantis' wife as America's Karen. I, I don't still exactly know what that means. I mean... Can, can I respond? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, so to me, the deep state has a lot of terminologies, call it woke, call it just getting everybody against each other. I'm going to put it in that category. And that's really where they lead in their news. It doesn't, there's no good stories about how somebody made it alive out of a, out of a, out of a storm or a crash or a flood. There's no good stories anymore. The stories are about how one person is being cut down on somebody else's, on somebody else's uh, time to make them look bad. And it's usually conservative America. But I, I just want to say that it just shows you that it's so embedded in in every newscaster. Everyone knows that their job is on the line, Dominic, to do that. So it's pretty simple. Whether it's Mrs. DeSantis or or um, you know Mrs. Trump or or anyone else, it's 
somebody's always on the line at their at their you know expense, I, and I, it's I, always I, I, it's I, always on a. Let me just tell you, it's always on a lie because the lie is that let's just keep making all these racial tensions and let's not teach the truth about what happened in school. You know, everything right. is it continues. And, I, I, and that's I, ignorance is bliss. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you, Tony. Thank you for the call. I, I just don't understand. I don't get it. Why, uh, by, by, by all accounts, this lady has not done anything to anybody. And you're going to call her America's Karen because she's the first lady of Florida and she's standing by her husband and he's standing by her. I think that's a wonderful thing. Before we take a break, let's go to Ilona in Westchester. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, this guy that was just on, he hasn't got a clue what he's talking about. You know, when you say addiction, it's, I mean, it's an addiction. People are addicted to drugs. And once you're on them, it's very hard to get off them. And on top of that, they, they take certain drugs, they mix them with something else, and they, pro- they don't even know what they're taking. And then it winds up like it's now. It's all over, all over. Okay, it's all over New York City. Uh, Yes, their 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 skins are you know open sores. It's worse than that. But the problem is, we need to help you know get these people you know off the drug. And he's so ignorant that he says he'd let his sister die. He probably would, because he has no compassion, no understanding, no education about the word addiction. It's even like cigarettes, you know? You know, people get addicted to cigarettes. Well, these are drugs, and there's, they're mixing. There's combinations in these drugs. I can't tell you tonight, but I, I know there's combinations in drugs that make it even worse, that cause serious, serious problems. What you, and, you know, you know what scares me. But uh, before I take a break here, okay, kids experiment, right? And I've done a million stories. Um, one I'll never forget, uh, where uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office played back a call, a nine one one call that came in, and the mother was screaming, and she was stating, "My son, my son, my son is on the floor in the bathroom. He's blue." And and the, these are real situations and kids experiment, but mm-hmm. they no longer have the luxury of experimenting because one joint, one one marijuana, you know, you're trying to be cool and you're you're I didn't even deal with cocaine. You know, you're because you're, you don't know what it's cut with. You're trying to smoke the joint. You're trying to show that you're cool. And if it's laced with trank fentanyl. It may be the last puff that you ever take in your life. It's a problem because they don't know what's in these drugs, but they're addicted to them. And this is a this is not to say, well, we'll just let her die or something. This is disgusting what he's saying. He's heartless because they, you know, and I'm not going to go into some stories, but like, you know, you're just found dead in your room, Literally. you know, or in your apartment or something. It's, tra- it's a tragedy. Literally. Well, thank you. Thank you for the telephone call. I've got to take a break. I see on my screen here, Aaron in Rockland says he has a message to the caller. Michael, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to Aaron in Rockland County. We'll also go to New Jersey, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Yonkers, and South Carolina. Talk Radio 77. 
Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Trank, the drug Trank, is invading New York City. Experts say the city's drug supply is the most dangerous ever. Referring to the flesh-rotting animal tranquilizer, killing unsuspecting users nationwide, it's in lots of things that you have no idea until it is too late. We're talking about Governor DeSantis defending his wife, a far-left commentator on MSNBC, referred to her as America's Karen, which is offensive in so many ways. DeSantis says he takes a slap from MSNBC as a badge of Honor, just a few hours ago, the funeral for the 86-year-old victim shot in the back by the madman on the scooter who had the nerve to nod and almost fall asleep during a, a court appearance. Uh, it, it's the times that we, that we live in. I mentioned Aaron in Rockland County. Good morning, Aaron. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. First, thank you so much for your show. I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Aaron. Okay. Very nice of Absolutely. you to say. Absolutely. Yes. So back to Michael. While I understand his uh, frustration about the situation, I would like to say one thing. He said that, that, that he would stick his sister under the ground. Why? Just to save his reputation. I think the best way to save his reputation is by helping his sister get out of the situation. And then he will get back his reputation. By sticking her under the ground, he's not going to get his reputation back. That's number one. Uh, I I agree with you, Aaron. And and I want to believe that Michael, Michael likes doing the extreme for the sake of extreme. And if it's his sister... And God forbid, and his sister's out there prostituting herself with open sores to buy the drugs. I think any brother would step up to try and help his sister. You said number two. Go right ahead, Aaron. Yes. Number two, the real issue is those providing the drugs. And you cannot say that everybody that is on drugs, they just just deserve to die. You have plenty of people. They went through chronic pain. They went on controlled substances Good and then they got addicted to it. Good point. And it's not in their hands. They're just suffering with a, with just physical pain and to just take the drugs to relieve the pain. And then sometimes they get addicted to it. It's not their fault. And you, you need to help them. You are correct. That's all. You, you are correct. Aaron, thank you for calling this morning. From Rockland County, making some excellent points. Let's go to Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Oh, I'm so happy to hear you again. Well, thank you. Thank I wish, you. I wish you were the seven days. <laughs> I, lo- I love you, Dominic. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you yeah. to say, but I, I don't think I could maintain seven days of uh, straight work. But go Not ahead. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. 
No, I, um, and I would like to say something about um, what they're doing to the Sanchez wife. Um, I was thinking about it, and I uh, come to a conclusion that they are trying, actually, Democrats want DeSantis to defeat Donald Trump. Anyway, so if they continue bringing attention to DeSantis, uh, probably uh, the polls will change. And, I, and they will rally all the women um, for DeSantis' wife, and of course, who's benefit. Uh, DeSantis, because I remember that he did not announce his candidacy until Donald Trump was indicted and uh, he had um, a legislation in his uh, state that he doesn't have to stop being a governor and he can campaign. They changed the constitution to allow him to run without leaving uh, the governorship. So there are things that make me um, understand what is going on. It's a comp- to me, it's a campaign stunt that they are trying to. Democrats definitely love DeSantis. So once they finish up with Trump, they're going after him, but they're rallying women, uh, you know, for DeSantis. And another thing that I um, remember that I hear is that those um, leaders, Democrat leaders in Palm Beach and where, and uh, that the state where uh, Mar del Lago is, they rally for DeSantis at the elections. And uh, all these people that run for New York and California vote for him. So they have to get rid of Trump and then they will go after DeSantis. But this is a stunt. In my opinion, uh, DeSantis and his wife know and they are involved in all of this. The media, as always, have to defeat defeat Donald Trump. Well, I I hear you, Marianne. Thank you for the call. I'm just offended by the fact that, you know, let Governor DeSantis run like any other candidate. Why would you call his wife America's Karen? It's just petty. It's it's cheap. It's juvenile. Why? What did this lady do to you? That is the the question that that I have. Some of you will say, Dominic, you're being naive. It's politics, but there's no reason, at least right now, to go after DeSantis' wife. MSNBC commentator, I'll tell you his name. It, it's really irrelevant. It's some nobody. But it, it, it's just it's just crazy. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Yeah. Hi, Dominic. Um, yeah, there's this whole thing about uh, with MSNBC guy saying about uh, uh, about about DeSantis's wife, that she's America's Karen. Uh, all I could say is is that uh, uh, he, what he should be criticizing is uh, Jill Biden because her husband uh, gave a uh, uh, a uh, what do you call it if somebody dies <laughs> gave a uh, um, an, whatever for, to Robert Byrd who was a former clan oh, a eulogy a eulogy uh, a eulogy I don't know that word just. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. It. it happens. Um, anyway, but uh, you know, I, I just uh, I wish he would be as uh, as critical of, of something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, instead of you know being uh, to me saying she's uh, America's Karen, that's a it's a racist statement. And and, and, uh, and it and it is. And and the analyst that made the comment is David Jolly, a former Republican yeah. congressman from Florida. 
And let's keep in mind that um, that Governor DeSantis' wife is a breast cancer survivor, a mom of three, and he made this comment on the Saturday show with Jonathan Capehart. I haven't seen Jonathan in um, in many years, but we've known each other throughout the years. I just don't understand. Jonathan's politics are, are left, and, and that's okay. That's okay. But, I, th- Norman, thank you for the call. I just don't understand what's the point in going after her. It's, it's just, it's just not, not wise. Let's go to Ascar in the Bronx. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77, WABC. Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? Um, you, at, at Dominic, I'm going to go straight to the point. They, they got to make preventive, um, preventive measures, uh, to prevent this, um, this drug from spreading. Uh, they, they, they got a, every borough, every borough in the city should, should have a, pre- uh, preventive unit. At the Bronx, Bronx, yeah, but that, that's that's not that's not going to stop it. it it's we for the fentanyl and the trank. It's we're way too far far gone beyond 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 that. Now any pre- preventative measure could help, but but we're way way too far gone on that. Thank you for the call, Ascar. You know your heart is in the right place, Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hi, Dominic. Glad to hear that you're okay. Thank you. Um, Dominic, uh, you know, Whoopi Goldberg's real name is Karen. Did yes. you know that? Yes. I, uh, Sherry, who's the uh, retired police officer, and let me just say this, Deborah. I had a conversation, a telephone conversation the other day with Sherry, and it's uh, she lost her cat. She's the uh, recently retired oh, NYPD yeah. officer, and she she's doing okay. She's hanging in there, and she wanted me to send regards from her uh, to you folks, and she just uh, sent me an email tonight uh, informing me that Whoopi Goldberg's actual first name is Karen. So you are correct. Deborah, are you still with me? Uh, yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. If we call Whoopi Karen, I bet they will change that. They <laughs> w- that wouldn't be a bad name anymore. Uh, tell your friend, uh, the late, what's her name? Sherry? Sherry. Yes. Tell her the Teterboro, um shelter, they have a lot of cats and kittens there if she wants to adopt. Mm. They need a loving home. Yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, I know she's not ready, but to give that a thought. It, it sounds like Deborah, like you're on a motorcycle. Are you riding a motorcycle? <laughs> no, it's just, I know it does. But thank you. I thank love you, you Dominic. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> love you as well. Thank you. Thank you. We are going to take a break, folks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight with another great show. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, more of your telephone calls from New Jersey, Brooklyn, South Carolina, and Yonkers. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Three men, three killed themselves jumping in front of moving Manhattan subway trains in an 11 hour span. A 47 year old man. This happened Monday, jumped in front of a downtown number six train 
at the East 86th Street station on the Upper East Side around 8 a.m. and died at the scene, according to police. Then a 22-year-old man was struck by a downtown number two train at the West 72nd Street station on the Upper West Side around 10 a.m. Medics rushed him to Mount Sinai West, but he could not be saved. Police said it wasn't clear if the man jumped in front of the train or had climbed down earlier onto the tracks, but the incident was considered a suicide. A third man leaped in front of an uptown Q train at the Lexington Avenue 63rd Street station at 6.39 p.m., He was pronounced dead at the scene. So, again, three men killed themselves jumping in front of moving Manhattan subway trains in an 11-hour span Monday. We are taking your telephone calls up until the top of the hour on a number of topics. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. You know, I just want to mention quickly the two things. First, you know, with the First Lady of Florida, uh, I agree with the uh, Norman from Brooklyn. Uh, that, that was racist to uh, uh, racist to categorize her uh, as a Karen. Uh, she's a real asset as the, the First Lady of Florida. Uh, she's an elegant woman, just as uh, President Trump's wife is. So I just wanted to say that was my opinion on that. And the other thing... In regards to the shooting, the guy uh, going around who unfortunately randomly killed the last few people uh, a few days ago, uh, you're always going to have evil people out there who do acts like that. But unfortunately for us uh, living in New York, those who live in New York City, uh, we have three DAs who are really soft on crime. They're terrible in Manhattan, in Brooklyn, and in the Bronx. And fortunately for Staten Island, and Queens, uh, it's a little better. So that's, you know, that's what we have to deal with right now. Well, Al, the the only thing I take exception to what you just said, and it's kind of agreeing with you. Yes. But, but the nuts on the sidelines, they're watching what's going on. And, okay. and in their minds, they have a, a full go, a, a green light to carry these things out. And and that's what's happening. And, you know, I I just don't understand how district attorneys and thank you for the call. I I don't understand how district attorneys can say they're doing a public service by not locking people up. I I just I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I'll never understand Alex in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, thanks for taking the call. And I wanted to comment about the left-wing media calling DeSantis' wife Karen, which is racist. But, you know, it's debatable, which you mentioned, that, you know, some people are like, it's it's just politics and politics is dirty, so it's not such a serious thing that they're going after in this way. But here's the thing, that, that you can only say if if... You know, Ron DeSantis is a threat to the Democratic Party, and his wife being in the campaign is a threat to them as well. The fact is that the media knows and everybody basically knows that Ron DeSantis is not going to be the nominee of the Republican Party. Trump is way ahead in the polls. There's literally like maybe a point. 
0.1% chance of DeSantis becoming the nominee. So for them to just go after his wife, even when they're not threatened by DeSantis, just shows that the desire to attack Republicans and, you know, just make fun of his wife because they hate him and, and they're not even threatened by him. And that's despicable. It's, it's not even excusable in any way to say it's just politics because it was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Hey, Alex, I'm curious here. Help me out. When mm-hmm. you hear the term Karen, what does that mean to you? So from what I know, it's, it's specifically a white woman. Uh, if she was a black woman, they wouldn't use it against her. And it's a white woman that's no, that's a nosy body. Uh, that's, you know, that's obnoxious and it's sexist. It, it's, it's racist, I think. Um, and, you know, the Democratic Party, they're the ones that, you know, they think that everybody's equal. Everybody's the same men, women. Why would they, you know, come out against her and say, hey, you're a white woman and you're obnoxious and you're under the title of being a Karen? I mean, that is that is something that goes against so-called what the Democrats believe in uh, with, you know, diversity and, and everybody you know being able to be in the way they want without being attacked for being who they are. So it's it's just wrong. What what it is wrong, and what I don't understand is uh, if if uh, if people walked around calling an African American man and they said, "Hey, Tom, you know, you, you might get punched in your face for 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 referring to an African American man whose name is not Tom." If if someone just says, "Hey, Tom." How you doing, Tom? And so I don't understand why people can just go around and refer to someone as Karen. And it seems like the media enjoys it, Alex. I, I just, I, I'm, I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. Maybe, 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 I don't know. Maybe my best day is over because I, I just don't understand a lot of things that go on these days. And thank you for the call. As a matter of fact, the media pushes this Karen stuff. Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. My head is still spinning from that Michael. You know, it's unbelievable. I like talk radio to listen to people's opinions. And this is like he's from the Twilight Zone and so many others. You know, uh, it's crazy what we deal with, what we see now. And it's unbelievable, like you said, uh, MTA, three people in a 24-hour period. And I saw the end result when I worked for the MTA. And, uh, you know. Wait, 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 wait. Mike, Mike, without going into full detail, I don't want you to be completely graphic. But you said you've witnessed that? The after effects. Right. Yeah. So how bad is it without going, getting too graphic? No, I got you. No, I got you. It, it's horrific. It, it's horrific. And uh, when I went to Metro North, you know, uh, if that happens, <clears throat> you know, the, the engineer gets four days off for, uh, uh, you know, traumatic. Uh, definitely four days okay, off. So, so but, when a person is hit by a train. Yeah, it, it, it is is their, their their body is 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 it's mangled. It's going to be mangled, correct? Correct in many different uh, 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 ways, and uh, the train will stay there until the investigation is over. People will be taken off the train, put on another train. Um, it is it is horrific in so many different ways. 
And you know, Dominic, uh, I- I'm going to say this. I'll say it again. Other people have said it. I'd like to see you have a two hour show, you know, and, uh, I'll leave you with this, Dominic. Always good chatting with you. Just shy of 40 years, you're a journalist and you're aces. And let's go, Cortland Red Dragons. Let's go, Cortland. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mike. Let, yes, let's go, Cortland Red Dragons, where I went to school undergraduate. Uh, Mike's kids went there as well. We're going to go to Audrey and Steve in just a moment. But first, I'm joined by Frank Marano, the newsmaker from the Hello, other side of uh, Midnight. Dominic. What's going on? Good morning to you. You had a very important interview last night. Well, I, I'm just glad people seemed uh, definitely interested in it, and I got great feedback. I would say 80% uh, positive on uh, in terms of people that uh, that thought it was interesting, even if they didn't agree with what Robert Kennedy was saying. People that enjoyed hearing it, so uh, I'm glad to hear that. I thought it went. Uh, I thought it went really well. And what do you have coming up uh, this morning? Very interesting. You know, we always try and do something different. So we're going to get into the world of cats. In about cats. A, that's right. Okay. In, in about a half hour, I have an evolutionary biologist who has dedicated the bulk of the last few years of his professional life to exploring how cats have evolved and how they communicate with one another. So I'm going to talk with him. And uh, in the three o'clock hour, I'm going to talk with Jacqueline Toberoff who is a divorced mom of two. She's an activist. She's a, she's run for office here in New York as a Republican. And she's got this new book called Super Moms Activated, about 12 profiles of hero moms that she says are leading the American revival. So we're going to get into who these mothers are and what they did that was so worthy of being profiled. So an interesting show. I hope so. So before I go to Audrey, let me ask you this question. Oftentimes when I come in this time of morning, my cat will greet me and he like lowers his head and bumps his head <laughs> up against my leg. What what does that mean? I will ask. I will ask uh, okay. Okay. Jonathan uh, Lazas. All right. It's well, going to be interesting. Well, fair enough. Let's say good morning to Audrey in Brooklyn. Audrey, you're chatting with Frank and Dominic. Good morning, Frank and Dominic. And by the way, Frank, your show was fantastic last night. Thank you. The Kennedy That's guy. nice of you. Thank you. I only listen if it's worthy. I'm going to make it quick because I don't want to like, take up too much of the people that's going to complain about what I'm going to say. But as a person that know what a Karen is called and why, um, if she did something that sort of di- um, sort of disrespected um, herself, uh, that's all I can say. I don't know what she did, but that's a Karen, as a black woman, as a black person in this United States, we call Karens any person that use their white privilege. It could be a man. It could be a woman. It's not It's not a sexual thing that um, makes them feel that they can just do whatever they want. So That's wait, wait, wait. So, Audrey, so black people don't have a, a privilege in this country? Listen, okay, I'm telling you what a Karen is. Okay. But you, um, but you said they use their white privilege. So I'm asking, do black people have a privilege? Yes. As a as as a, a okay to do anything they want, like call the police on people, like um you know um just just shoot people, just crazy stuff. It's a long I can't explain it right right now, but okay. if I can get your email, I'll text it to you. But that's what a real Karen we consider Karen. Like you know the other word that was made up is the N word. We not supposed to say, but I'll say, it, but I won't. You know I don't know what that means. But whoever made it up, we wasn't in the room. But whoever made it up, the other guys were. So anyway, and I think. Uh, you know, it's kind of quick, but it's just annoying to hear people call Karen something that they don't know what it is and define it what they, you know, definition. So, so, hey, I'm almost out of time, Audrey. Is it right? I, I feel it's completely offensive. What's your answer? Is it right to do that? 
It's, it's, it's not right to be a racist in this country, but who knows? Oh, boy. Okay, Audrey, thank you for the call. Frank Marano, I'll be listening on my way back to Rockland. You folks have a great day. Talk Radio 77 WABC.